guys, you're tuned into the Dope Girls Pray Podcast. I'm your host, Kamisha H. We have a special guest coming on tonight, and I know you do not want to miss this. Stay tuned and remember, Dope Girls Do Pray.
and tonight we have a hot topic on tonight and our hot topic tonight is going to be so exciting guys i need you guys to tag and share tag and share tag and share on tonight because we're going to dive in deep on tonight and we have a special guest with us on tonight prophetess shakur boykins um, I'm so excited for her on tonight, for what God is going to do through her on tonight. She is a hot tamale fire starter. You hear me? <laughs> a hot tamale fire starter. So you guys need to tag and share. Share this podcast on tonight. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be dope. It's going to be a move of God on tonight. And our hot topic for tonight is not every tea is good to drink. Not every tea <laughs> is good to drink. So just even from the topic, guys, you know that literally this is going to be awesome. And our subtopic is know those that labor among you because it goes hand in hand. It really does because we can't drink from every cup. We can't drink from every cup. And you have to know those that labor among you before you decide to just start drinking from every cup. And so literally that's why we said not every tea is good to drink. And so, guys, I'm trying to tell you, tag and share. Tag and share on tonight. It's going to be awesome. So we're going to open up with prayer. Then, then um, Prophetess, sorry, um, Shakur is going to introduce herself, let, uh, let you guys know where she's tuning in from. Um, and then we're going to just dive right in. Sorry, guys, for the late start. Things happen, but we thank you guys for bearing with us and tuning in on such at a late time and a late notice. We thank you guys again so much. So I'm going to open up with prayer. Father God, we thank you. We love you. We honor you. We magnify you. We lift you up, Father. You are the I am that you say that you are, Jesus. God, your Adonai, your Elohim, God, your El Shaddai, God, your El Kaddish, God. You are Yahweh, Father. You are the I am, and we believe that you are who you say that you are. We thank you, God, for bringing us together. God, you said in your word, when two or three are gathered, then so here are you. And so we thank you for your Holy Spirit. Being in the midst, Father, we invite you in, Father. We send you in the atmosphere, God, even in the airways right now in the name of Jesus. God, we bind every principality that is assigned to the airways on tonight, Father. You said in your word that whatever we bind on the earth, Father, so shall you bind in the heavens. And whatever we loose on the earth, Father, so shall you loose in the heavens. And so we bind the hand of the strong men on tonight, Father, and we loose the angels. We send them out. We give them authority to do what they have to do and to stand charge against every principality that is assigned to the airways, Father. We cancel every demonic work curse that was sent out on tonight, Father. Because you said in your word that every tongue that rises up against us shall be condemned. And so we shut the mouth of the naysayers. Every witchcraft assignment that was set out against this podcast on tonight, Father, we cancel it, we break it, we bind it, we arrest it, we overturn it. Right now in the name of Jesus, God, you said in your word that suffer not the witch to live. So if the witch doesn't repent, Father, do what you have to do, Jesus. Every that is set up against us, Father, on tonight, we consume it with your consuming international altar every local altar father we consume it with your consuming fire god we give no authority no permission to the enemy on tonight father to have his way god but we say have your way do what you have to do father break what you have to break father what you have to remove father and hide us behind the cross jesus never let them see 
us, but only let them see you, God, because it's you that gets the glory, Father, and your name will be made great. And so it's in Jesus' name that we seal and soak, erase, soak, saturate this prayer in his blood that will loose my tongue on tonight now. In the name of Jesus, in we the pray. Name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Yes, Lord. Again, guys, we are so excited. Yes, somebody said, probably should go bring the fire. Yes, <laughs> bring the fire. And so, guys, again, if you are now just tuning in, you're tuned into the Dope Girls Pray podcast for our Saturday Hot Topics. And tonight, our hot topic again is um, not every tea is good to drink. And our subtopic is know those that labor among you. So if you're just joining in now, we need you to invite and share, invite and share, invite and share, because it's going to be good tonight. So prophetess, go ahead and introduce yourself. Let the viewers and listeners and the people that's going to be replaying know who you are, where you're tuning in from, and we're going to get started. Hello, everyone. Um, again, my name is Prophet Shakur Boykins, and I'm from Houston, Texas. I'm the founder of the Altar Fire Ministries um, here um, with, the, we have a prayer line on Mondays and Thursdays, and um, I'm just excited about tonight, um, what God is going to do, God, how God is going to move. I thank God for meeting such a great and awesome woman of God uh, <laughs> through social media, praise God, but she is my twin in the spirit. <laughs> I recognize that oil. So um, God bless each and every one of you. So good evening to everyone. Yes, ma'am. So again, guys, I'm telling you now, if you are just tuning in, we need you to invite and share, invite and share. And again, our hot topic for tonight is not every tea is good to drink. Not every tea is good to drink. What are we saying? We're saying many things and we're going to dive in um, in just a second. But the Holy Spirit, it was so weird because usually the Lord gives me the topics myself. People always ask me, you know, what are we going? What are you going to speak on? Or, you know, what's the hot topic going to be? You know, and I always tell them, you know, I can't give you the topic until the Holy Spirit gives me the topic because that's just how it works. We, we, we try to be spirit led. You know, the Bible says that we're to worship him in spirit and in truth. And so we try to be very spirit led when it comes to these topics, because normally when the Holy Spirit gives us something, it's always for such a time as this. It's always for a need. And so that's why I try to wait literally on the Lord. To, to give me what it is that he needs us to talk about because it's always something for the time. And so I was talking to a friend and it was so funny because they said, do you have your topic for tonight? And I said, no, the Lord didn't give it to me. And they literally turned around and said, you know, something that I hear is not every tea is good to drink from. And I said, whoa, wait a minute, because this is literally for such a time as this. And normally I don't take what people say when they be like, oh, I have some. I'm like, nope, if the Lord ain't tell me, you know, when it comes to this babe right here, I said, I'm not doing it. And so when I heard it, though, I heard the Lord in it. I heard the Holy Spirit loud and clear. So I said, absolutely, we're definitely going to use that. And, and I said, the subtopic would be the Holy Spirit said, know those that labor among you. Because it's so important, because right now I'm going to be honest, we're in a, de a deceiving, a deception 
deceptive hour where the truth sounds right and right sounds wrong. And so literally it is so important that we know those that labor among us because many people are going to be coming with miracle signs and wonders, but it's not going to be, you know, God. It's going to be a form of godliness, but it's not going to be God. And many of us will be deceived. Even the very elect will be deceived. And that's why it's so important in this hour that we really ask the Holy Spirit to heighten our discernment in this hour. We really need it because there's so many things that's going on. I'm trying to tell you, there's so many things that's going on right now, literally, and people are being deceived. They're being deceived and people are falling into the traps, literally the plan of the enemy. But the Bible says literally that we're not ignorant of the enemy's devices. And so literally, how do we become not ignorant is by staying in that secret place. Prayer, prayer, prayer is the only weapon that we can really use because I'm trying to tell you guys, it's literally going to sound. It's going to, it's going to have a sound, but guess what? There is a sound that heaven has. There's a sound. And literally, when you, if you are acclimated, and the only way that you'll be able to hear this sound is you have to have your ears to heaven's doors. You have to have your ears has to be literally at the feet of the Father. This is the only way you won't be deceived by the sound. Hmm. You have to have your ears. I mean, literally, you have to have your ears. And if you are a person, your ears are not, you know, to heaven's doors, I'm telling you now, get yourself in position, fix your posture, saturate mm -hmm. yourself with prayer, adorn yourself with the word. If you wasn't in it, it's the time now to get back in it because literally we are coming up on a time where God literally, literally is trying to equip us for what's coming, but we have to get prepared. We got to get that preparation. We got to get ourselves disciplined. Yeah. discipline discipline it's a discipline thing because it's not easy it's so not easy for many of us we have to kill our flesh daily it's not easy paul said it daily i kill my flesh and so it's a daily thing it's not a one-time thing and i'm sorry to go on the rant but it's the holy ghost but i'm trying to tell you guys we are in a deceptive hour a deceptive mm -hmm. hour and so this is much needed so we're going to go ahead and dive right in um absolutely we're going to dive right in so prophetess so the first uh, category of, of people that we have, the Holy Spirit gave me from, um, what cup are you drinking from? The Lord said, friends. What mm. does that mean to you? My God, what does that mean to me? Friends. Um, when we're looking at the tea that we're drinking from. Um, friends going to look like loyalty. And um, especially with us knowing who we, who's laboring amongst us. You need to know who's loyal. Um, you yeah. need to know as a friend who is on your side, who is going to carry you and have your back, especially like you said, in these times um, that God is doing the stripping of uh, truth versus the lie. Um, you have to have friends and know who these people are that are showing themselves, number one, friendly, showing themselves loyal, showing themselves that they could be trusted. Um, showing themselves available. Yeah. Um, there has to be some iron sharpening one another in this hour. Yeah. A friend, you got to have a friend that will iron you out. Um, you have to have a friend that will be able to uh, uh, be able to bring the correction. 
in love, you know, um, that edification, exhortation, and that correction has to be there. Um, that's what a friend, that T got to look like, uh, that person that can correct you when you're wrong and embrace you when you're right and, and, and help you put that bandaid on when you're wounded. Um, because the ministry carries a lot of wounds and you need people um, that will definitely be able to say, sister, I I'll help uh, cover your wounds. I'll help cover your nakedness. A friend needs to be able to cover their nakedness, even like uh, Abraham's sons had to cover him. Um, so that's what a, a, a friend, when it comes to he looks like, you know, there has to be some um, godly character. My friends have to have some godly. They got to know Jesus. know the Lord. Um, and they need to be able to intercede and pray for you. Um, you said something very profound about in this hour, prayer is our weapon. And right now I'm doing an apostolic intercession training because intercession is the weapon that we need. And you need friends that can intercede. You need some friends that know how to pray. Um, because like you said, what's coming on the pipeline your friends gonna be prayer warriors. Yeah, and that that is the category as a friend that you definitely have to have your friends that can back you up in the spirit, yeah. that can um, go in the spirit and, and locate you, and, and and pick you up from wherever you stopped or wherever you're going to be your eyes and ears to travel in the spirit and be on the east, the west, the north, and the south bank. So um, when we're looking at uh, tea. And what's good to drink, that's what that friend needs to look like. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, one thing that I just wrote down that the Holy Spirit said, no yes men. Huh, no yes men. No. Because, you know, a lot of us like to gravitate to the yes men. Because what is a yes man? A yes man is somebody mm -hmm. that's it's like a yes man. They say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. You know, everything that you do, literally, they're saying yes to them. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. There's some things that you need some friends to be encouraging when God tells you to do something, you know, and, and they know that the Lord is, is calling or even if they don't know. But, it, it you know, you can tell when the Lord like when there's a shift that has come, mm -hmm. you know, you can tell when when people start to like the sound is, is starting to, to happen because you can even hear it in people post. Like I could look at a person that that could have been one way one day, you know, mm -hmm. and then some time passed. When they write a post, I can hear the sound. And I mean, yeah. it's the sound from heaven. Because yeah. prophets carry a sound. Apostles carry a sound. That's and right. Even the people of God, they carry a sound. It's a mm -hmm. sound from heaven. You know, yeah. that's why I keep on saying, does heaven know your voice? You Come know, on. Because you can tell people that are connected to heaven because mm -hmm. you can hear the sound. Yeah. And so I'm not talking about, you know, when it's time for you to go out and pick up your mat and walk. But mm -hmm. I'm talking about yes men that... You know, you're the kind of person that you have characteristic flaws, right? And, yes. they, and they're too afraid to even correct uh -huh. your characteristic flaws. And they become yes. yes men. And they know that what you're doing is 100% wrong. Right. You know, but they'll applaud you on it. And mm -hmm. to be honest, these are the type of friends you don't really need. That's not what you need. You never needed them in any season, to be definitely. honest. But you definitely don't need them in, in this season because, to be honest, where God is trying to take us, to be honest, a lot of people that are going to where God is taking us are really in isolation. That's right. 
They're really yeah. nice. I'm gonna just be honest. Yeah. They're really in isolation. They're not around a whole bunch of people. Yeah. God's not letting them just be around yeah. anybody because God needs our ears. And That's right. He needs yeah. our ears so connected to Him. You know why? So that we can say exactly what it is. Yeah. Thus saith the Lord. That's not right. Thus saith ourselves. Thus saith our friends. Thus what everybody else is saying. Thus mm -hmm. what the covens are saying. That's God, right. Say it. But thus saith the Lord. And so the Lord literally, for those people that elect the remnant that is coming, mm -hmm. those people have been in isolation. I mean, yeah. friendless. Yes. Maybe one or two. <laughs> right. The Lord may let come in and creep in. Right. You know, they're friendless. And mm -hmm. so the, the yes man has to go. And even, you know, yeah. what, tea, like, what tea are you drinking from? Even when I think about with friends, you know, because there's a difference. Now, when you're ministering to people, you know, they're not your friend. So right. you're going to minister to all types of all different types of people. Mm -hmm. Now, however, when it comes and I say friendship, you know, I'm not going to be friend. And I'm just be honest. Now, I'm at a place in my life. You know, I'm not befriending city girls. Now, it's, I, it's nothing wrong, you know, with that. But I'm just not a place where that's the kind of friend that I want. So the conversations right. are different. If exactly. that makes any sense. I'm yeah. not going to be double dipping because I hear that too for some people yeah. who been watching. Some people mm -hmm. are double dipping. You're drinking one tea when you're with mm -hmm. one group and you're drinking mm -hmm. another tea when yeah. you're with another group. And yeah. so you don't even know what kind of tea you're drinking because you're drinking from all over. I'll kind of you know it has to come a time where you reach a season where your your flavors change. Come That's on, it. you no longer just drink your lift, and now you drink mm -hmm. an English breakfast or something or chai. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. your flavor starts to change yes. as you get around people that want to go higher, like how you want to go higher. Yes. So you're no longer just drinking regular black tea. Come on, Jesus, yeah. you're yeah. no longer just drinking your, your tea with just a little bit of sugar. Now mm -hmm. you put some cream in it because you got some class, and the class yeah. is the Holy Ghost, and so it changes. Yes, it changes. Yes, it does. It changes, and yes. so that's so important because I'm gonna be honest. Friends play an impact on who we are. That's right. Come on. People yeah. try to say, "Well, you can't connect me with or associate me with so." Yes, I can. You sit with so and such and such. Mm -hmm. They say birds of a feather flock together. That's and it. the thing is, if that's not your cup of tea, you wouldn't be drinking from it. That's it. Come on, that's you wouldn't it. be drinking from it. And so, some people in this season, I hear you, Holy Ghost, need to change those cups. That's it's right. time for you to change those it's cups time to change. because you, you hear the Lord pushing you to deeper depths and higher heights. But you're too afraid because you like, mm -hmm. well, this cup tastes mm -hmm. kind of good. You know, yeah. I'm used to the normal. You know, I'm used to it being like a little loop. But God said, I'm trying to give it to you hot. Uh-huh. I'm trying to give you a different flavor. Yeah, come on, Paul. Like, let me give an example. When we go to, uh, let's say, comparison with coffees, right? Mm -hmm. Some people be like, oh, Dunkin' is watered down. Starbucks is more of a classier version, right? Mm -hmm. And then as you get your little first cup and as you start to move on, now you get exotic coffees. You get mm -hmm. coffee from Kenya, right? Yeah. You get coffee yeah. from, you know, not, not the Colombia that you can get at Wawa, but right. stuff that you only can get in season. Mm -hmm. Stuff yeah. that you can only get yeah. in season. Literally, yes. and so God is changing a lot of people's flavor in this season. I have to say, because yes, I hear the most loud and clear, He's changing a lot of people's flavor in this season. So we're going to move forward now to covenant leaders. My God, that's good. That's good. And you know, I when 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 we were going forward, you know, that was one of the things about even friendship. You need um, 
a covenant leader that could be a friend that will that could see further than you can spiritually. Um, you need that Elijah to that Elisha um, type of covenant agreement because there are things that, um, depending on your level and rank in the spirit, that you can only see so far. Yeah. And you need covenant agreement leaders that can see past you. You do not need to be a tied to covenant leaders that are behind you. Ooh. <laughs> which I find and see a lot. So when we're talking about changing tea, some people need to change that cup. Wow. Because you've outgrown that place. Yeah. And that tea is almost stale. It's been on the wow. shelf too long and it's all it's out of date. And you still brewing it up and it's out of date. The the, the date then expired on that tea and you will you refuse to go to another type of team and change your your levels because you've outgrown that place and so in this season people of god really need to make sure that your covenant leader cannot see you in the spirit if you're out seeing yeah. and you're having to go to them about prophecy after prophecy after prophecy, the Lord showed me this, the Lord showed me that, the Lord showed me this, and they don't see any of it, wow. you're outgrowing that place. And it is time to come and find some covenant um, leaders that can outsee you. That is one of the things that I find that people miss in leadership and in ministry. They don't want someone who's going to hold them accountable that can see past their sight. It's like you said, those um, those uh, yes men. And so your covenant leader cannot be a yes man. Yeah. Your covenant leader cannot even be on your level. You need a covenant leader that could see past you in the spirit so that you can have some accountability. And because without that accountability and without that advancement, it's just like a, a, a company or a job. If you're the manager, you got a CEO. You got a COO. And so therefore, their, their shift is ahead of yours. And so we always need a covenant leader, an agreement with a covenant agreement leader that can see um, past where we are. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, what's so crazy. I just wrote this down because your covenant leader should be able to introduce you to different brands. That's it. Now I'm talking about flavors because mm -hmm. if, all, if both y'all only know Lipton, the regular yellow, pa the regular pa packet, you know, literally. Who's leading who? Who's leading who? Right. Who's mm -hmm. leading who? And so your leader should be more experienced. And I and I'll give the example. That's just like a person, you know, um, who like let's use wine, right? For an example, right? We mm -hmm. just use that as an example. Somebody may only know Moscato, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. then you get around somebody who has like a winery or somebody that's just been all over the world, so they can say, "Oh no, you need to try." You know the Zinfandel, or you need to try this and this and this is from this place, and this has been shelf life for this many years, and this is good because you know it's been on the shelf for twenty years. You, your leader should be able to introduce you to different brands, and I'm not telling nobody go out there and drink no wine. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying to you is your leader should be more experienced for uh, more more than you because I'm gonna be honest, we are in a time that leaders suffer with. The, the thing of they got to collect spiritual sons and daughters, right? Mm -hmm. And then we're in a time too where even the sheep suffer with this person has to be my parent, where mm -hmm. y'all might not even have nothing in common. Right. You 
Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the thing because everybody and Dr. Cindy Trim said this. I got to credit this to her. She said your pastor might not be your covenant mother or father. Exactly. That could be just the person that shepherds mm-hmm. you, but that don't mean just because you that's go to that church that's leader. your covenant mother or that's father. Right. But some people that as a leader will get offended. I'm not coming down on leaders, but I'm coming down on bad leadership. You know, that will get offended mm-hmm. and will say, well, you know, because you belong to my church, you know, you belong to me too. But God may not have not chosen that person, you know, literally to be your, your covenant, you know, parent. Yes. That might not be the case. And so yes. we're in a time, to be honest, people are so attracted, you know, to names and brands. You uh-huh. know, I got to be connected, you know, to this person because of the name. You mm-hmm. don't know nothing about their fruit. Right. Exactly. You don't know nothing about their fruit. Yes. You don't know what yes. tea they drinking. You don't even know the coffee they like. You right. Know, you don't know anything you know how many about them. You're they going want. off of because this person has a name, but you right. haven't done the research. You don't know the history. You mm-hmm. haven't really seen the substance because I'm going to be honest. Anybody can go and do a blood sacrifice and become an instant sensation overnight. Come on here. Because it's happening even in the body of Christ. It's not just happening in the platforms. It's happening in the pulpit. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. It's happening in the pulpit. And we see it daily. To be honest, people don't talk about it, though. But Mm -hmm. we see it daily. And then people are attracted. They're connected to brands. You know, because this person is, is sponsored by this or, you know, because they see this, you know, you got to be so much. And people have to be careful. Listen, because when they talk about what cup are you drinking from, you'll find yourself getting into something you can't get yourself out of. There you I was go. having a conversation literally with somebody today and they were talking about how their friend um, decided to go to the Masons because they were saying, you know, they know if they get with the Masons, they can get them to a certain place and then they're going to leave. I said, that person better hope they live to see it. Mm-hmm. Because the, with the Masons and the all them stars, that's witchcraft. That's and I'm going to call it what it is. It's call witchcraft. It and the thing is, you try to go in there and think you're going to outsmart the devil. You can't, that's when you're on his ground, you can't outsmart him. You can't outsmart him. Come on, yes. you only can outsmart him when you're not in covenant with that's him. That's it. But that's once it. you make covenant with him, you belong to him. That's right. You belong to him. He now possesses you when you make covenant with mm-hmm. him. That's why people can get a full possession. When a person is saved, they can't get a full possession, they can get a partial, meaning they can be touched. But mm-hmm. they can't get a full possession because a per- a person can't possess you unless they own you. That's so it. because Jesus is our possessor, the enemy can't possess a person that's saved. And that's why if you ever paid attention, and I'm speaking to the listeners because I'm sure you know this, to people that, that actually got possessed when you see the movies and stuff, those people usually don't have a belief system. Mm-hmm. They don't have an owner. They right. don't have a possessor. And mm-hmm. so when you don't have a possessor, that you're, it's spiritual law. The enemy has some legal grounds to you. That's He's right. able to do whatever he want to do to you. And so the thing is, people have to understand, when you go and you decide to make a pact with the enemy, you're on his ground. You can't right. outwit him. You mm-hmm. can't outwit him. Now, yeah. and the thing is, like I said to this person, you know, the thing is, they better hope that they live to see it because... If the enemy decides, when you sign your life away with the enemy, even to come out is a battle. It sure is. Even to come out, it's a a war. Anybody that practiced witchcraft before, 
they'll tell how they're trying to come out. Evangelist John Ramirez is a perfect example. He yeah. talked about how when he tried to take a break, even when he still was practicing, the enemy made him go blind for you. Go blind for a whole year. A yeah. year. And then when he came out, he did the same thing. He was yeah. blind for a couple of years. Yeah. Had so many different surgeries. Yeah. And nothing worked. No. Nothing worked. And so even when he literally made a decision to come to Christ after the Lord had to put him to sleep yep. to, to show him who Jesus really was, mm -hmm. and he came to Christ after that, it still was a fight. The enemy tried to kill him twice in the sleep, in a dream. Yep. And then once he actually came to Christ, it came out, he said for a year, they sent principalities to torment him. Mm -hmm. And so people think, you know, literally like, oh, you know, it's, the, it's not that easy because you better hope. Yeah. He even talked about in his testimony how a woman, she wanted to leave and get married, you know, and the enemy um, had a principality jump into a homeless man and beat the lady to death with a hammer and killed her. My God. There's no possibility. Mm -mm. You know There's what I'm saying? Thing. You can't gamble you know, with the devil. You can't no, you gamble can't. with him, especially no, you when can't. you're in, in his turf. And yeah. so people have to be careful. And I, and I say all of that because there are people in the body of Christ that practice witchcraft. I have yeah, to say it. It's a lot. Practice, it's yeah, a lot of people. It's yeah. a lot of people. And people don't know it. And we ain't going to turn it into that because we ain't trying to fight against <laughs> stuff tonight. Come on. Even though I'm a fighter. Right. I know spiritual <laughs> law, too. And so we ain't going to go into that ground, follow ground. But the point of the matter is people have to be careful with who you make covenant with, you know, because sometimes the, the thing is, too, like when people say, oh, well, the Lord, you know, show me this. Come on. I hear from God, too. So the Lord is going to show me something first. You know, not saying that the Lord won't show show you something, but if it's to be in covenant, the Lord is going to show me too. There's going to be something that I'm going to hear or see from the Lord, you know, literally to let me know, you know, because one thing that I know when it's covenant, your leader has to carry what you carry. That's right. They have to carry what you carry, you yeah. know, literally, because to be honest, if you are, and I'm not going to, I don't want to say like, to sound crazy, but if you stand higher than your leader in the room of the spirit, right? Because I can't say that. There's no way that their leader is going to be able to lead you. Now, will they be able to help in certain areas? Absolutely. Right. But will they, they be able lead to lead you to, to what yeah. it is, like lead you on what it is that you carry? No. Mm -hmm. No. No. And I face that. Yeah, where, you know, it. I was at a church, and I'm not talking about higher or lower, but I mm -hmm. was at a church you know, and the Lord told me it was time to grow, not go. It was mm -hmm. time for me to grow, not go. And it was because the way that I operated, they didn't operate like that. You mm -hmm. know, and I had to, I had to move on. And the thing is, I found that even with the church after that, I was supposed to go there for impartation and move on. And so the thing is, now I'm finally needing like a, a, a like a covenant uh covenant friendship slash like mother that carries exactly what i carry and she's more advanced than me she stands higher in the realm of the spirit than me and so when i have questions because i don't know everything we don't know everything mm -hmm. that i need to get answers to you know she's able to answer those questions mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying because yeah. she carries what i carry and more yes and more and so that's that's so important because sometimes we'll just be trying to be in covenant with people for a name and they don't even carry what you carry and that's you're wondering okay. why you feel like you're dying yeah 
You know, you're not growing there. You know, you're stuck at the same place or you can't shift yeah. to your next because the person that you're in covenant with, they can't help push you to your next. And it's they not a bad thing. No. Sometimes if they don't carry it, it's nothing to talk about anybody. But if you don't carry it, you can't help. You right. know what I'm saying? Yes, it's just, definitely. It's just like if I, if, if I never knew uh, what it was like to live in Texas, right? Because you live in Texas. I mm -hmm. can't help somebody that, you know, that's talking about they want to go to move there. I don't know because I've never mm -hmm. lived there. Mm -hmm. So they need to go and talk to somebody that lives yeah. there. Yeah. You know, so that is, is, is so, is so important. And so we're going to take a break, you guys, and we are going to be back right after this. You guys stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Shakur from Texas, guys, and we are digging in deep tonight. Our hot topic is not every tea is good to drink. And so we talked about a couple of areas. We talked about um, tea with friendships, tea with covenant leaders. And so now we're going to move on to tea with platforms, platforms Whoa. and church invites. Oh, wow. Now that <laughs> is very uh, important. This, this tea with platforms is, it is vital to the believer and to the minister or to the leader um, platforms because you cannot drink from every cup when it comes to places that invite you, places that want to host you. If they don't want to celebrate you, they don't want to host you. Jesus, wow. And that is something that people need to definitely when you are getting invites and um you're seeking whether god do you want me to go you need to ask the question god will they celebrate me 
Yeah. If this wow. is not a house of celebration, it's not a house of liberation. Wow. And that means that there will be no liberty. There will be no freedom for you to flow and be who you are. It will not be a, a, a place that will um, give you the option to be who God called you to be. Wow. And you don't want to go into a house uh, or drink from a cup that is going to try to empty you out. That is going to try to drain everything in you and not give and not restore anything back to you. Yeah. And so when we're talking about tea from the the, the platform, um, I think it's a saying that all money ain't good money. Oh. <laughs> all all invites are not good invites. And so every platform, every pulpit is not always a good invite. Yeah. And I'm very cautious, uh, especially the person that I am, the prophet that I am, the flow that I have. It's just certain houses that, you know, I, I, even if they invited me, it wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be good. Yeah. But I know that we're like apple and oranges. And yeah. so there are certain things you're not going to put in green tea. There's certain things you're not going to put in a black tea. Right. There's certain things that do not mix. And so you don't want to be a, um, a bulldog trying to go into a door really unauthorized. And so the same way it is with green tea, you know, you, you may not put blueberries in your green tea yeah. because you give it an off balance of a taste. And that taste just may not be flavorful. And so it's the same way when you go into ministry and you're entering into places um, that are asking you to come or invites or platforms or anything. It doesn't even matter. Um, I've even had to turn down certain uh, Facebook lives and certain prayer lines. You know, it just doesn't matter because if you're going to bring if there's going to be a tart to this tea it's not best for you or for the person. And so when you said earlier in the podcast about discernment, that is a place that you really got to discern. You want to know who that person is, what is their background? And again, it goes back to covenant. If their covenant is not lining up with what God called you in covenant to, then you're going to be out of balance, out of whack. The flavor is not going to be there. Um, it might be dry. Um, I always uh, uh, go back to what uh, Bishop Duncan said. Bishop Duncan said, I send my um, my intercessors a week before I go in here because I, I got to see what kind of ground this is yeah. before I go in here. And I took that from him and said, Lord, I'm going to apply this to every ministry assignment that I get. Come on. I understand why God sent the spies out to spy out the land. You got to know where you what door you're about to walk into, because just like you just said before, you walk into the devil's den. Now you're on his territory. You have no authority. You have no, um, no, no, no spiritual power because it will outpower you. Like it was a skiva, you going into part of territory that you're not authorized to go into and you're going in uh, doing what you do, what you know to do. And here you got witchery that will tie you up, that will lock you down. Sometimes it kill you and that and that place of witchcraft that you got to be very careful. So especially being apostolic and prophetic um, people in ministry, you definitely have to be careful because which is going to invite you. They want to give you an invitation yeah. to their service. Just like you said, it's a lot of witchcraft in church. And so the witches and the warlocks, they are inviting you in. And if you 
don't depend on the blood of Jesus, you might not make it out of there. And so therefore, and we've seen um, many people would go into situations like the seven sons of Sceva going into uncharted territory that they wouldn't authorize in, but because they got the invitation, they went anyway. Wow. So therefore they go into this in place and you go into this place and now you're coming out beat up, uh, dragged out, dried up, stretched out, wearied out, tormented out, drained out. And it's because you was not supposed to be there anyway. And so I would say anything that doesn't celebrate you is not going to give you liberty. And yeah. so it's not going to liberate you. You're not going to feel a sense of freedom. You're not going to be excited to um, to minister because some people, this is why they get weary, even in ministry, because they keep going in wrong doors. Yeah. They're going crap doors, doors that are chained, doors that are locked. And so they keep entering into those doors because they're not realizing who they're laboring among. They're not realizing that this is not the right flavor. It's not the right tea. It's not the right temperature. It's not, it's not um, hot or cold. It's too lukewarm. And, you know, they're spewing you out, out of, out of that place. And all they want to do is drain you spiritually. That is their goal. Yeah. That is their, their, their direct uh, motive is to drain you spiritually and make you give up. They, they are really um, bought by the Antichrist. They bought by a spirit of darkness to drain the saints. And, you know, when we look at what we're living in, the Bible tells us in the last days, the Satan is going to try to weary the saints. So therefore, you definitely need to know that when you're going out and you're ministering um, and getting these invitations, you need to know what door is this? Have God yeah. authorized this door? Is this door authorized by the kingdom? And is it authorized by my assignment? Because just because we're leaders and just because we have a word and just because we can preach and prophesy, lay hands, cast out devils, whatever it is you can do, doesn't mean that you go any and everywhere. Yeah. That doesn't mean that. That's not how it goes. Jesus yeah. would go into any door. He was very strategic on his assignment. He knew exactly where he was going and there were places he wouldn't go. You know, And so therefore, this is the same with us. If Jesus wouldn't go everywhere, we shouldn't either. Yeah, yeah. And you know what, you said so many good things. And the first thing that I wrote down, the Holy Spirit said is, don't be desperate. <laughs> so many people are desperate because you know why? So many people, first of all, are desperate because they're looking for validation. There are, there are a lot of people in ministry, and I'm talking about people that have been in ministry for so many years, literally, and they still don't they don't know who they are in God. It's like they're still going through an identity crisis, mm -hmm. you know, and it's because people are not deeply rooted in, in God and they feel like, you know, I, I need to get the confirmation from people. Now, don't get me wrong. It's nice when you prophesy and, and you're prophesying and somebody can confirm a word, like what it is that you're saying. It gives mm -hmm. you the strength to say, okay, God, I still hear from you. Mm -hmm. But there has to come a time where you just know what you know that you hear from God. That's and right. that you're not questioning what you know. Because the thing is, there's going to be times the Lord's going to have you say things that you don't want to say. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. going to be times you're going to have to say things that people don't want you to say. Mm -hmm. And you have to be at such a place with the father, with like communication wise, that you're going to say what 
what he said because prophets are not disobedient that's the first thing mouthpieces are not disobedient you're not going to sugarcoat you're not going to cover you're not going to water down you want to say it exactly the same way that you hear it and at that time you're not and even after the time you're not caring about feelings and it's not to be mean but it's about what thus saith the lord it's not thus saith ourselves and so the way that the lord is releasing it we have to say it that way but a lot of people are so desperate because you're trying to make a name for yourself instead of mm -hmm. making God's name great. That's it. And that's why a lot of people are so desperate. Because the thing is, to be honest, when you are a true mouthpiece, you don't care who likes you and who don't. That's right. And, and I'm not talking about on the thing of people being nasty. I'm not talking about that. Because when you carry the fruit mm -hmm. of the spirit, naturally, mm -hmm. you should not be nasty. That's when right. you carry the fruit of the spirit. But sometimes when you release a word, it might not feel good. That's right. Sometimes it's going to cut. You know, because that's what the Lord literally is releasing for that mm -hmm. house or for that person at that time. And mm -hmm. the thing is, people have to understand, this is why it's so important that you stay in your word. Because Hebrews 12 says it. God disciplines his sons. He disciplines yeah. those who he loves. And yeah. so the thing is, when he wants to, when he loves us, he gives us correction. Mm -hmm. Even as mouthpieces, we get cut. There's times I'm reading the word and the Lord will cut me. Yes. He will cut me. I'm reading mm -hmm. the Bible. And the Lord will allow something that I'm reading because the Bible itself is prophetic. If you're looking for yes. a word, go read the word of the Lord. You're going to get whatever you need. Whatever you, know, you need. To have somebody come is nice. But the thing is, you got to be so deeply rooted in the Father that even if you don't get a messenger. That's right. You got to be able to know for sure that you know that you know that you hear from God without a person. And that's mm -hmm. what the Lord is really doing in this season. He's bringing us back to the basics, back to the place where we first received him, back that's to the it. place where we first heard from him. Because everybody can hear from the Lord if they want to. Now, there are different levels of mm -hmm. the way people hear. But the mm -hmm. basics, everybody can hear a confirming word. And how you hear it is in the secret place. If people mm -hmm. take their behinds back to prayer, <laughs> they could get the answer seriously oh, that they're desperately longing for and that mm -hmm. they need. Because so many people, they have so many itchy ears. And I keep telling people, your ears going to itch so bad till you get something that you ain't once said, said to your behind. Because you got itchy ears. Yeah. And they're so used to these people that's prophesying houses, cars, and lands. People mm -hmm. don't know a real word when they hear it. No. Come on, because I tell people all the time, when it's a real word from the Lord, it's going to come with correction. It it's going to be for at the time. Yeah. If you know that you're a person that's struggling with homosexuality, I'm not coming to you prophesying that you're about to be a millionaire. I'm going to come and prophesy to you. The Lord said... If you could be this, but your obedience is needed, and a part of your obedience is get free from that spirit of perversion. Come on, okay. that's a real word from the Lord. So many people, they they and I see it all the time. I could do a live about nothing, right? You mm -hmm. may get like a couple people. As soon as you put prophetic worship prayer, oh, the numbers, <laughs> the numbers, yeah, because they want to work. Numbers. Because people have so many itchy ears. And I'm not saying, you know, to not partake in worship. But the thing is, people got to be careful. Mm. People have to be careful. And I say mm. this because you're going to, people have so many itchy ears. It's not that they have itchy ears for the real mouthpieces. They have itchy ears for the wrong mouthpieces. That's right. That's they it. They have itchy Say ears that. for the wrong mouthpieces because they're so itchy. Yes. 
for a word, they will go and get a word from anybody. Yes, they will. Anybody because you want yes, to hear. They will. You want to hear what God is saying so much mm -hmm. about you. You mm -hmm. want to hear what's your next. Come on. Get in your secret place. That's it. Come That's on. It. When when the Lord first gave this this assignment, the Lord literally showed me how far this was going to go. Mm -hmm. I didn't, if nobody never came and said nothing to me, I, it wouldn't have bothered me. Mm -hmm. It would never bother me because you know why? Because I spend time in prayer. It ain't because I'm special, but right. it's because I spend time in prayer and, and I can hear from the Lord because I pray. Right. Because I pray. Not mm -hmm. because I'm a mouthpiece, but because I pray. Exactly. And so literally, and that was something that the Lord was teaching me. You know, literally, he was trying to make me so like deeply rooted in him. He had to like literally remove people, places, and things. Mm -hmm. You talk about loneliness, baby. Mm -hmm. That's my life right now. Loneliness. Mm -hmm. Because the Lord said, I need your your ears so fine-tuned to me. Yeah. Yes. So fine-tuned to me. Mm -hmm. And so people had to understand, you know. I'm okay. I don't need another word from nobody. Now it's nice. Don't get me wrong. It's it's okay to hear it, but I'm not in need of it. Yes. I'm not in need yeah. of it because so many people be so desperate to hear, you know, a word from the Lord. Like they'll die if they go to a service and they name ain't called. Right. Come on. Yeah. They'll die if they name ain't called. Yeah. Or you know they get a word and they so quick to release it to the world. The mm -hmm. prophet said, "I'm gonna be." You don't even know what you setting yourself up for. Right. Right. Come on, first of all, go yeah. wave that word on the altar. Go mm -hmm. see if God really said it. Yeah. That's the first thing. The you first know, because thing. people will prophesy you out of your time. Come on, yes, I'm they saying, will. Yes, they will. You know, and so it's, it's I don't mean to go on a rant, but it's it's so important and it has to be said. And another thing is too about those platforms is being you have to be spirit led because you said it. Every door is not the door. Mm -hmm. every door mm -hmm. is not the door you know and mm -hmm. I know a lot of people suffer from this when they're trying to and this is this is the bad thing about it when they're trying to make their names great you know mm -hmm. they think that they gotta rush to every door you know for a fact that this is a coven and you still gonna go yeah. Come on. the next yeah. thing the Lord told me to write wrote that right now was go where you're sent go where you're sent because you said something that was so profound you go into somewhere that God didn't send you you don't have no authority none you don't have no authority mm -hmm. and so literally you're setting yourself up for failure i don't care how well i hear and see mm -hmm. i'm not just going to go out and say come on devil come and fight with me today mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know right. what i'm saying right. i'm not going to just go and do that and go and attack a witch because <laughs> i don't have nothing else to do with I got it. I don't think, you know because i stand somewhere absolutely right. not you right. know that that type of stuff only works in your favor you know yeah. when they come after you now come on i always tell people i could be at a place and it might be a witch there as long as you don't bother me i don't bother you but i'm gonna <laughs> cut up what you came here for right You're right whatever the assignment was now that i'm here i'm gonna cut it up but as long as you don't bother me i won't cut the silver cord because guess what it's still redemption for a witch yes you still yes. have to love the witch now people say what you mean because the bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against higher principalities so i don't hate the person but i hate what's behind the person so i'm going to always go after that mm -hmm. but anybody okay. can be redeemed there's yeah. so many people, you know, that literally, and people don't teach on this enough. People, you know, I understand, don't get me wrong. If the witch ain't trying to back down, then come on, suffer not the witch to live. Mm -hmm. But if it's a situation where somebody, they might want to be free. 
Right. You know, you can't be so, uh, you know, heavily bound. You're no earthly good. You That's know, right. to the point that this person want to get freedom and you could be used the means because God, you know, if he shows you something, that means you're standing in the gap as an intercessor. It's mm -hmm. your job now mm -hmm. to help intercept the plan of the enemy. That's blood on your hands if you don't. That's right. You know, and so that's so important. And that does have to be taught more because people have to be able to discern. And that's why being spirit led is so important. Having the Holy Spirit. I, I don't know. Listen, if y'all don't get nothing else from this podcast we were talking about, I'm telling you this. You need the Holy Spirit. Yes, you do. You need the Holy <laughs> Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. Forget about the tea. Forget about what cup you're drinking. If you have the Holy Spirit, you're going to know what cup to pick up. That's if it. you have the Holy Spirit, you're going to know where you need to go. If yeah. you have the Holy Spirit, you're going to know who to be in covenant with and who not to yeah. be. If you have the Holy Spirit, you're going to know who, who, what friends are for you and uh, who are not. Because yeah. guess what? The Lord will show you. Yes, he will. The Lord will show you. I'll never forget this. This is a true story. Um, The Lord showed me a friend that I had that was a close friend of mine a year early that she was going to be a person that was going to be standing in the front of the door mm. a year early. Mm -hmm. I, I never forget mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget it. A prophet prophesied to me. He said, I see you standing in front of a door. He said, and there's somebody standing in front of the door. He said, but they're going to fall. The Lord showed me the face of the first person, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And then he said, I see you standing in front of another door. He said, this is a big door. You want to leap through this door. He said, but there's somebody standing in front of this door. He said, they're going to fall. And then he turned around and looked at me and said, don't be surprised who it is. Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. Lord showed me who the person was. And it was a friend, mm -hmm. a close friend. Paul said, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but a close friend. Listen, yep. a close friend. And so literally... You know, the, the, but the thing is, when you have the Holy Spirit, he will show you. Yeah. He will show you. He said it in his word. You know, that we are not ignorant of the enemy's devices. We mm -hmm. are not ignorant. But the only way that you cannot be ignorant is by staying in that secret place. I can't stress it enough. Prayer has to be our foundation. Yes, it does. If it hasn't been in the last season, it has to be in this season. Prayer has to be your foundation because it's so important. That yeah. thing will save you from so many things, so mm -hmm. many things. And we have to take everything to the altar. I don't care if it's a word that, you know, the most profound prophet that we know this for. Mm -hmm. You have to weigh it. Paul said that we weigh prophecy. Yes. We are to weigh yes. prophecy. And yeah. so the thing is, the one thing that I used to do, the Lord taught me when people used to prophesy to me, the Lord said to say this, Lord, if it's for me, give me the instructions. Mm. Give me the instructions. Right. So that way, you know, for sure, for sure, if it's for you, God is going to give you the instructions. Yes, he is. The same way when he gives us assignments, you know, literally, I'll say, I'll, I'll always, even for myself, I don't care how well I hear a see our question. I say, God, mm -hmm. okay, I know you showed me this. I know you said this. Okay, but if this is really for me to do, I need you to give me a sign. Mm -hmm. I need you to give me a sign. Show me. And mm -hmm. I'll wait. Mm -hmm. You can't, the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. I, I'm not rushing. Right. I'm not rushing. And literally, even if it takes me weeks or months, and it could be something for this, what I'm doing now, I'm still waiting. 
Mm -hmm. I don't care how long I've been doing it. I'm still waiting. So I know for sure, for sure, because the thing is, I don't, first of all, there's, there's a difference. And I don't know why the Holy, the Holy Spirit had to say this, but it's true. There's a difference between doors. There's regular doors and then there's God doors. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, we don't want to miss God doors. Regular doors, we can walk in anytime, but it's just, but with them God doors, you only can walk in it when God opened that door for you. Right. And so that's why it's so important that when God gives us a door, that we run through it, run through yeah. it, run through it, run through it. But this was, this was good. This, this, this was good. We, I, I can't, this was good. You know, this was good. And it was needed. It was needed, needed, needed to be talked about. Really, it was because it's so, it's so important for this time because I'm trying to tell you, you know, there are many people, many people that are going to be deceived in this coming hour. Yes, it is. They're going to be deceived yeah. in this coming hour because there's some things that are happening, even with these revivals that people are doing early. Mm -hmm. It's not time. No, it's not time for revival. It's not time. No. It's not time it's for not. revival. It's, it's not, not time. It's not time. Yeah. You know, when people are moving prematurely because people want to be the first, and I have to say, because I hear you, Holy Ghost, people want to be the first to do it. Mm -hmm. People want to be the first to do it, but it's not time. And, and it's not mm -hmm. time. And the thing is, people are truly going to miss the move of God by moving yeah. God's time. Because yeah. what God is really trying to do in this season, he's trying to equip us for what's coming. That's the it. real revival that is coming. He's trying to equip us because yeah. we're not going to be able to handle the numbers of people that are going to yeah. be coming in due to the conversion right which was the greatest miracle jesus ever performed performed they're going to be coming in the numbers the lord, the yeah. lord said it even some time back it's going to be like a fire a consuming fire mm -hmm. that's going to come on the earth literally and it's going to be the numbers of people that are going to be coming in because they're going to be looking saying who was this guy who was this guy and the thing is we are trying to be equipped we're trying to get equipped because the thing is people are not going to be able to handle those numbers of people how to minister to them mm -hmm. know their love language that's why if people have been paying attention and i've been saying this why well, i've been saying this, but the lord has been speaking this and i've been releasing what he's been saying if they have been paying attention to the transition of this pandemic from the beginning of this pandemic literally the lord has stripped us first from titles he stripped us all the way back down to just being a servant taking mm -hmm. us through servitude then mm -hmm. he was releasing judgment mm -hmm. the lord was releasing judgment mm -hmm. then as the, the season changed because the seasons has changed we went through a couple of seasons through this pandemic and people have been paying attention then as the seasons changed the lord took us through transparency being relatable making us come down come from underneath those collars and behind those pulpits he was having us to go out like how we was always supposed to be that's why people been saying a lot of outreach because the lord said come down paul said to the weak i become weak so that i may win some come on, i'm gonna give you bible back this word up and so literally that was the time and now we're changing to another season where the lord is trying to equip us he's trying to yes. equip us yes he's, he's trying, trying to equip us. yes you know, and so people can't miss the move of God. You can't mm -hmm. miss. You got to stay. I'm trying to tell people, you got to stay with your ear to the wall. Stay on mm -hmm. the wall. The old saints used to say, stay on the wall because that's how you're going to hear the Lord. And you're mm -hmm. going to be able to be in with the times. Yeah. You're going to be able to be in with the times because the thing is, time is moving fast. We're in the season yeah. of acceleration as well. Yeah. But it took many people years to do. God is doing in months. Yeah. And some people... Okay. 
And so people are seeing like expediency. I hear the word expediency. People are, are seeing this now, right now. And even there's an abundance that's coming on the land, you know, which is like payback. A lot of people is getting payback for some things that they lost, some solid blows. God is giving them public blessings. But the Lord said, in order to receive it, you got to stay in position, stay postured, stay rooted in me. I need your obedience because God can't stand behind you in disobedience. So people be trying to figure out what's the instruction. That's the instruction, your obedience. He's been saying that all season. I need your obedience. I need your obedience. I need, I don't know why Holy Ghost keep having me say this, but he's saying it. I need your obedience. I need your obedience. And so that's so important. You ain't got to do nothing else. Be obedient. That's it. Be obedient. <laughs> be obedient. Yes. Seriously. Be obedient. And the Lord even gave me the story of the Israelites when he told them, he said, daily, I'm going to provide fresh manna. Only mm -hmm. take what you need. Mm -hmm. If they were obedient, only mm -hmm. if they were obedient, mm -hmm. be obedient. Yes. God is requiring our obedience in this season. Mm -hmm. If you want to see truly, because some of you have some prophetic words. Held up from 1999, the Lord is saying, you still haven't seen it come to pass. And you're blaming the prophet. No, your obedience was a requirement. Mm -hmm. Your obedience. Many of you, you're lacking because of your obedience. Your obedience. And God didn't create us to lack. But your obedience is required. It's required. I, I can't, I don't know how else to say it except but to give you Bible. And I'm going to make this short. Because we're running out of time. But literally the story of Joshua. I use this all the time to show how God can't stand behind us in disobedience. They won the war against the, 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 the Canaanites, literally. Then they lost the battle against the AI. And they, the Bible says they lost 35 men in number. Why did they lose the battle? Because the Lord said to Joshua after they did tore their clothes and sprinkled dust on their heads, signs of great grief, and sat at the foot of the ark praying mm -hmm. and crying and fasting all night. He said, Joshua, why are you down there? Joshua looked at him and said, Lord, are you kidding me? You don't see what's going on. He said, boy, get up. Somebody mm -hmm. you can't disobey me. Yeah. Somebody took what belonged to God. Yeah. Literally. And, and the Lord showed me the spirit of revelation that day when I was reading. He said, I can't stand behind you in disobedience. And many of you are trying to figure out why aren't some things working? What is your posture like? That's what it. What cup are you drinking from? The yeah. cup of obedience or the cup of disobedience? That's it. I'm on that tea for you right there. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to fix our posture in this season. We really do if we want to see the things of God, even coming together, coming together. There was a spirit of divination that was sent out with this pandemic, this pandemic of the, the COVID-19, the principality behind it. And we have been divided ever since. And it's time for the intercessors to really, really pray, to get on the wall, get on their faces and really, really pray. We have to pray, pray. That's the answer. You know, it's nice to do a lot of other things, but people have to get back to prayer. Prayer has to be the foundation. And so I'm ending. You have any last words? Because the Holy Spirit is lifting off of me and I ain't added nothing that ain't supposed to be said. <laughs> no, I think you've just um, touched on so many things. And like you said, prayer is the answer. There is no other answer. Um, I believe that we now in this time, in this hour, almost need to shut down preaching. Um, 
Because to, when we really look at this, the word and look at the Bible and look at what God is doing and what God did, even in that time, um, Isaiah and them was not preaching. They were praying. And when we look at Jeremiah, Jeremiah was praying and prophesying um, to a people. There was not really any preaching going on whatsoever. And I think we've taken God... Um, God's way of doing things too far in the pulpit. Yeah. And uh, we've made it just a place of preaching and not a place of correction, not a place of prayer, not a place of intercession, not a place of really prophetic and apostolic release, which is what it's supposed to be. And so as long as we get a good word out, everything should be okay. And God has totally crushed that place. The good word has come to an end. And so, um, yeah. You know, the um, we're all standing in, in, in when all of this happened, we we went back to Second um, Chronicles. If my people who have been called by my name would humble themselves and pray. He didn't say if they would humble themselves and preach, not if they humble themselves and prophesy. He said if they would humble themselves and pray. And the obedience is tied up in humility, um, which is the problem with the body of Christ is full of pride. It's full of pride of um, the big eyes, the big U's, the big cars, the big houses, the big buildings. And, you know, that's why Jesus told him, if you tear this temple down, I'll raise it up in three days. He cut all of that out. That was what he was doing when he told him, I will destroy all of this and I'm going to bring a whole different resurrection back. And that is what is happening right now. It's a total different resurrection. One that is not of norm, but it's one of the Antioch, one that Jesus talked about, one that he spoke about um, and is is here on the earth right now. And the deceiver is is here right now in the earth, deceiving many people. And the deception is going to get greater and greater and greater. And um, if people don't have an ear to hear, when we look at Revelation, the Bible just kept telling them, they that have an ear, let them hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. Because in these times, this is when people are going to depart from the faith. They're going to they're going to turn over to fables. They're going to turn their ears to itching. They're going to turn and be seared with hot irons. I mean, this is the word coming alive and it's showing us each and every day what is happening. And when you said it's no time for revival, this is not the hour of revival. Yeah. Um, this is not even the great awakening. It's not here yet. So many other things are going to happen before we get to the great awakening. So many more people are going to die, unfortunately. Yeah, come on. It happened, but this is not my word, it's God's word. Yeah. So, you know, almost a fourth of the earth is going to die. And we're seeing this happening right now. And people are in a place where um they want to eat from every table and want to drink from every table, from every cup, and they're not adhering really to the voice of the Lord. And like you said, that obedience, the Bible said obedience is better than your sacrifice. Yeah, come on. They've sacrificed their time going to church. They've sacrificed their time being a part of ministry. I've been a part of this ministry for this many years. I've done this. I've done that. Well, God doesn't really care any about that when it comes to his obedience. When he say obey me, that's what he means. Um, and so um, we are definitely in a place where now God is saying, if you don't obey me, and hear and hearken unto my voice. And here he said, you won't eat the good of the land. You know, that's what he told Israel. And right now we're in a place where that's what God is calling the whole body to. The whole nations all over the world. Whether you say or unsaved, he's calling everybody to a place of obedience. And those who are, are obedient and those who are serving the Lord and those who are adhering to the voice of the Lord, 
they're going to prosper. They're going to prosper. They're going to grow because he said, you're going to eat the good of the land. And he said, those who disobey me, those who turn away from me, those who reject, you're going to be devoured by the sword. And we're seeing that. We're seeing, uh, unfortunately, we're seeing massive deaths in our country, in our world. And some of this is because of the disobedience of our countries, the disobedience of our leaders, the disobedience of our government. And so we're being affected by, because the Bible tells us it reigns on the just as well as the unjust. And so although we are just, we're seeing the reigning because of the unjust. And so I believe as 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 we as we look at this tea, we need to look at the different cups that we're drinking from. We need to look at what we're putting in our tea and we need to look at what we need to take out. What? We need to take out and things that we need to put back in. And like you said, prayer is number one. Prayer is the thing that we need to put back in. I've seen so many leaders that do not know how to pray that I am blown away about the body of Christ say that they can prophesy preach uh preach messages but no prayer life you know they pray for two minutes five minutes ten minutes and they're done you know and it's like okay wait a minute where's the level of prayer life you know and so and quoting scriptures is not prayer that is not the um the prayer language you know so many people have gotten that confused and i'm in a place now that i'm teaching um strategically on intercession because that is a it's a lost file that we put away. We put the file of intercession in prayer. And the Bible tells us that when Zion went into intercession, that's when it gave birth. And so until we get into that place, there is no birthing without intercession. There's no birthing without prayer. And people have taken prayer. They say they take it out the took it out the school. They took it out the church. Come on, it's taken out the church. It's taken out of the home. It's taken out of the children. It's taken out of the pastors, the preachers, the the apostles and the prophets. They don't think they need to pray anymore. They've left that place. It's all they're doing is studying for a good word. But they're not in intercession. They're not in travail in the presence of the Lord. And we, you know, why? Because He said, "If my people would humble themselves and pray, seek my face, and turn, He would heal this land. He will hear from us." Why is God not hearing from us? Because there is no intercession. There's no prayer. And as you said, as prophets, we just tell the truth. And a lot of people have a hard time believing it because they think that they've been praying. No, you've been quoting scriptures. And so it doesn't, the, the devil knows the word. He yeah. knows the word and the Bible say he trembled. So you knowing the word and know how to quote scriptures don't mean that you're in prayer and it doesn't mean that you're in intercession. And we make an inter, a prayer, just a, a patty cake thing. Oh, anyone could pray. Oh, it's just very simple. If it was so simple, then why are we not doing it? Come on. Why, why are we not having prayer? You want a revival? Let's pray. Let's oh pray for 24 hours for seven months. Let's pray. Let's do that. But you're not going to see that. You call for prayer and it's very few people there. But with, like you said, but we call for titles. We call for forth and say, we're going to prophesy over everybody in the house. The house is packed. Yeah. But we call for a, 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 a night of prayer where we're going to like prostrate and pray for seven hours. No one wants to show up because it has not been it's not in the hearts of man to pray. It's not in them to pray. It's not in them to intercede. It's in them to um, build their next mega church, build their next uh, 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 their, their name all over the world. It's in them to um, have revivals and continue to um, drain the pockets and drain the, the church and drain the people financially. Right. Well, if you teach them how to pray, you teach them how to intercede. They'll learn how they don't they don't they will not need to figure out how to pay their bills. Intercession gonna bring it. Come on, prayer gonna bring the bill money. Prayer yeah. gonna bring the baby that they need. We don't have to prophesy to a womb. Come Pray. On. God gonna bless your womb. Sarah prayed and he blessed his womb. Uh, Hannah yeah. prayed 
and he blessed her wound. So, you know, I really agree with you wholeheartedly. We need to bring prayer and a place of intercession back into the body of Christ. I believe that this was a wake up call that God was trying to get us into prayer, but we have not woken up. The body of Christ still haven't woken up. Yeah. And you would think something like this would have woke the body of Christ up into the, into, I mean, it was, should have shook us out of, out of, out of position, but people have decided to go back to norm, go back to doing the things that they were doing, continuing their revivals, continuing their conferences, continuing their summits. What? This ain't the hour for that. Yeah. It is the hour to pray. You want to have a summit? You want to have a conference? You want to have a revival? Call it, let's all get together and pray. And <laughs> an explosion in the realm of the spirit, but we're not seeing that. And so until that happens, they, I mean, you know, they, they think that their conferences, summits, revivals are going to take place, but it's not going to be filled with, with God's oil because that's not where he is. And we're, we're yeah. we need to not be out of season. The body of Christ is so out of season. I don't understand it. I'm, I'm, I'm like, Lord, what is happening? Like, I would think that we would be in a place where every day there's a prayer conference, a prayer mandate, a prayer wall happening. And we're not seeing that. We're not seeing that from the biggest church to the smallest. And I believe that that is something that God is going to, it's going to happen because it's needed. And so um, the things that are coming on the earth is going to push us into that place. Um, I just believe that if we would take the initiative and so that God does not, does not have to force his hand. And we take the initiative and be obedient, like you said, to his word and to his voice and just do what he has told us to do. He wouldn't have to bring um, condemnation on the earth. He wouldn't have to bring um, storms and wars and all of these things on the earth. If people would just get into the place and their posture of obedience and surrender to God in a way that is pleasing to him and not pleasing to man. Yeah. So I would just say, be careful about the tea you're drinking, change your tea. Some of it is stale. Some of it is dried up. Some of it is dead. It's time to leave the expired places and get something new, something fresh, something vibrant. And God is bringing that on the earth um, through his, through his sons and daughters. Yeah. God bless you, God. My God, the spirit is lifted. I ain't adding on nothing to that. <laughs> But I, I will agree with you to when you just said literally that either it's going to happen by choice or it's going to happen by force. Yeah, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly with that. And so, guys, literally what the Lord has called us to do in this season at the Dope Growth Pray podcast, we are doing a virtual women's retreat next Saturday. And it's called the Reinvent Yourself Healing and Deliverance Virtual Women's Retreat. And literally what it what it's based upon is because God said he needs us whole in this season. Because what's coming next, we need to be whole for. We need to be equipped. We need to be whole. We need to be healed and delivered. Because yeah. the Holy Spirit, first of all, can't reside in an unclean vessel. There's one thing we get him when we get salvation and hold our hand. But it's another one we get him to reside in us so that we can do what the Bible says. Greater works shall we do. And mm -hmm. we need the Holy Ghost. And so literally, the retreat literally is just going to be a day full pack of speakers and they're going to only be speaking about what god said to speak on healing and deliverance because we need to be whole yes god need us whole yes. in this season and then we're going to be ending with an altar call it's going to be a global global altar call where we're going to be praying all over the world five mm -hmm. intercessors mm -hmm. and we're going to be praying because we need to be whole there's come a time and the time is now because there there are many of us that god wants to use 
use in this season and in the seasons to come, but we have to get whole. There has to be a purging that has to happen. And yeah. sometimes to be honest, some people don't know that there's some deficiencies, that there's some things even back from our childhoods that we've never got healed from. And sometimes by hearing someone else speak on it or minister or talk about maybe something from their past, the Holy Spirit may use it as a means, as a wake-up call, you know, for some of us. And so the speakers will solely be only speaking on you know, healing and deliverance. And we're going to do the global altar call, but you guys watch this video really quickly. to our re-event yourself healing and deliverance women's virtual retreat which is going to be next saturday and guess what this is free healing and deliverance should cost you nothing this is free so you can go and register at www.dopegirlspray.com go to the main page for our events page and literally you'll find it on there and you can go and reserve your spot for free to register for the retreat for the event if you're looking to be whole um you know come even if you're not able to come start positioning yourself you know start making yourself available to the holy spirit so that the lord can do what he needs to do in your life literally Get with someone, some friends, or somebody that you know that are pushing for the same things that you guys help push each other. And that's what literally this segment this month was, Sis Hold My Hand. Because we're women coming together, pushing each other, because there's no competition in the kingdom. I know many people make it look like that, but it's really not. When you're working for the same God, it's the same goal in his souls. And so that's what our focus is. And we're going to try to get Prophetess Shakur to come and intercede and pray with us next Saturday as well. So you guys put that in the comments. Come pray with us. We're trying to get her to come because we need our fifth person as well. And so literally, guys, we are so excited. I'm so excited that you guys, first of all, that you stayed on here this long time because we went over our time. But if you stay, it was because you were looking for something from the Lord. You were in need of something. And I'm pretty sure that you found something for you, something that you needed to hear. And even the people that are going to come and replay, and tune in and listen. I'm pretty sure that it's going to be something that they're, they're going to get in here that was something for them from the Lord. Um, and so, guys, again, we thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, somebody said, come and pray with us. <laughs> we thank you again so much, Prophet Shakur, for taking your time literally out of your day and coming on here to, to share with us and to minister and to speak the state of the Lord and speak the truth, even if it be against you. Yeah. Um, I thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And again, I thank you guys um, as well. They say, yes, come pray with us. See? <laughs> I thank you guys so much as well for tuning in. We're going to close out 
with prayer. Providence, if you want to close us out with prayer. And after that, guys, we're going to be ended for tonight. Amen. Praise God, Father. We thank you, God, for this night. We thank you, Father, for you visiting us tonight. We thank you, Lord God, for the Holy Spirit of God resting on this uh, podcast. We thank you for your daughter, Lord God, who is uh, the kingdom builder of this podcast, establishing the mandate in the earth and through the earth and through your people. And for every listener that has listened, Father, we thank you, Father, for covenant agreement that they have now understood and come into a knowledge, Father, that maybe once they did not know or once they needed or something that touched them or pricked their heart that was Lord God needed for this hour for them to know who to labor with, who not to labor with, who to move with, who not to move with, what to touch and what not to touch, where to go and how to go, how to grow and how not to grow. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you have given revelation, you've given insight, you've given understanding, you've given wisdom on tonight. And, Lord, you told us in all of our getting, getting understanding. So we thank you that we've come to a place to get an understanding of what you're doing in this time and in this season, how you're building, how you're growing, how you're maturing us, how you're shaping us, and how you're developing us in this hour. So, Father, even as we leave off this podcast tonight, we thank you that we're never out of your presence, that we walk extremely in in the places of the anointing of the grace and the mercy and the tangible places of God that we may receive everything that you have for us as we open up our hearts and our minds to be renewed in the spirit and the Holy Spirit to abide in us and let us be clean. Let us walk in integrity. Let us walk in the power and the grace that you have bestowed and the measure that you have bestowed upon us. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, I thank you that it is so and it cannot be otherwise. And we seal everyone on this line with the holy promise that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ever ask him for or what you ever thought about. He will do it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So guys, that is our time. And we thank you so much for tuning in to the Dope Girls Pray podcast. Again, I am your host, Kanisha H. You guys were just listening to our guest speaker, Prophetess Shakur Boykins. And we will see you guys next time. You guys be blessed. And remember, Dope Girls Do Pray. Mm-hmm.